And hello, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of the weekly Yes And podcast. This is not a normal episode, but I am using it as a link to the written blog under the same title, Coaches, Culture Before X's and O's. And you can read and share this blog on my website, liveyesand.com. Uh, or you can just listen to it, but this is the uh, audio version of <clears throat> the blog with the same title. Here we go. Coaches, culture before X's and O's. The balls are pumped up, the grass is cut, the field is lined, the waivers have been signed. A new season is upon us. And before the kids arrive for the first day of practice, coaches are obsessing over formations, lineups, tactics, and how to squeeze every last second out of practice time. In fact, before the first practice has begun, most coaches already feel behind. So, in this jam-packed schedule of drills, fitness, and film sessions, where do you find the time to develop culture? Culture, you know, the soft skills, as they call them. The values, principles, and behaviors that dictate how you do everything that you do, as well as ultimately impacting the overall experience of your team. It's what I often refer to as the special sauce of excellence. When do you have time for that? In my years on the sidelines as a coach and supporting coaching staffs, this is the one aspect of coaching most often and easily set aside. It is not because coaches don't feel it is important, although some don't, but often suffers as the result of two factors. One, the belief that there is not enough time in the schedule. Two, a lack of knowledge of how to talk about culture. I can't stress enough the importance of nurturing an intentional culture for your team. It's everything. It should be at the heart of why you got into coaching in the first place. And whether you are a college coach starting your 12th season or a volunteer coach for your child's YMCA team, you should be asking yourself the same question. What is the positive impact I want to have on these athletes? Notice that question is not about trophies or championships. It is about having an impact on lives. If you can get clear on what that impact looks like, you now have the framework that informs your preparation. It is not the other way around. Many coaches get so stuck on X's and O's and just assume the character building will naturally happen as a result. It may for some, but won't for most. And if you look at the dropout rate of youth sports because of kids simply not having fun, it is clear we need to make culture a priority. So let's address the two factors that seem to prevent coaches from giving culture the importance it deserves. One, the belief that there is not enough time in the schedule. I put the word belief in there intentionally. Actually, it's a false belief. We need to stop thinking about developing culture as something that is done in addition to normal practice time. Culture is why you do everything that you do. And when you are clear on your why, you will know what the how looks like. Many of us have heard how legendary basketball coach John Wooden would spend his first practice each year teaching his All-American players how to put their socks on. As he sat there surrounded by players a little confused why he was doing this, he explained how the sock needs to go on just right. It needs to be pulled all the way up and then carefully make sure there is no sagging in the toes or heel. Why? Because if there is a gap, it will lead to blisters. 
And if you get a blister, you will miss practice. And when you miss practice, you not only jeopardize your own growth, but every player on the team. So we cannot reach our full potential unless every player takes the time to put his socks on properly. He used this one simple exercise to set the tone for how he expected everything to be done. Do things right. No cutting corners. Be mindful. Be meticulous. Be intentional. Genius. He was defining key aspects of the UCLA basketball culture. The soccer club that I work with in Florida teaches all of the players on the first day of practice that they are to shake hands with each coach before and after each training session. The culture stresses professionalism, and the handshake is a simple symbol that teaches these kids to respect themselves, their coaches, their teammates, their parents, and the game. I love seeing little seven and eight-year-old boys and girls running all over the field to find the coaches before and after each practice, extending their hand, making eye contact, and thanking them for practice. It's all part of the culture. The real question is not, where do I find time for culture? The real question is, how do I reinforce our culture in everything that we do? How do your practices reflect your culture? How does your coaching style and sideline behavior reflect your culture? How does your relationship with the parents reflect your culture? Do you stress sportsmanship and then jump around and scream at the ref on the sidelines? Do you emphasize playing time based on practice attendance and effort, but still have a hard time not playing your better player who often misses practice? The culture is the result of your expectations, rules, and behaviors being crystal clear to your players and parents and then having the courage and discipline to uphold it. So, if you don't have time for culture, why are you coaching in the first place? Two, a lack of knowledge of how to talk about culture. Hopefully I've made the idea of culture a little more tangible with what I've already shared. I think coaches want to create a fun and inspiring experience for their players, but don't always know how to translate that into practice. I hope this helps. If we think of culture as the norms and behaviors of our team, and we know what we want those to look like, it is now a matter of communicating and reinforcing these ideas in relevant and practical ways to our players. Mike Matheny, in his book, The Matheny Manifesto, unapologetically wrote to his players and parents what kind of behavior was acceptable. When a parent or player stepped out of line, they were gone. Harsh? Maybe, but he was so clear on his expectations from the beginning that he left no room for confusion. NCAA football champion coach Dabo Sweeney believes in the importance of team unity and trust, so much so that he set time aside after each practice to sit a player in a chair in the locker room and allow the entire team to grill him with questions. What was said in the chair was confidential and didn't leave the locker room. As a result, players got to know each other more deeply, which contributed to building a team culture of trust, respect, and unity, a culture that led to a national championship. New Minnesota and former Western Michigan football coach P.J. Fleck believes in a culture of family. As a team, they talk about family all of the time in regard to how it translates for a football team. To them, family means... Forget about me. I love you. 
it's not just writing on the wall. It informs everything that they do. And the soccer club I work with in Florida, we stress growing and learning by embracing failure. We see failure as a necessary step in building confidence, competence, and mastery. As a result, I begin each of my monthly sessions with the teams, talking about failure and then inviting the players to share how they recently failed in a training or game. The focus is not on the mistake, but on the learning that took place as a result of the failing. Instead of getting nervous and shying away from making mistakes, we see them as stepping stones on the path to greatness. All of these examples are the result of an intentional focus on culture. As you can see, it's not rocket science, but rather a purposeful approach to defining and reinforcing the behavior, values, and mindset of your team. X's and O's are important, but they too are a reflection of your well-defined purpose. When you are clear on your motivation for the impact you want to have on your players, the how becomes much easier. So coaches, take a breath, step back from the practice plans, and make some time to get really clear with your staff, players, and parents on the exact culture and experience you want to create for your team. It may feel like a lot of work in the short term, but when it comes to having a lasting impact, what's more important than that? I'm Travis Thomas at Live Yes And. That is your weekly Yes And podcast. If you want to be in touch with me, check me out at liveyesand.com or on social media at Live Yes And.